Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at Stay on Target Podcast. That's right, John. This is episode 340. 340? 10 away from 350. Which, uh, well, do we do 50s? See, I feel like after we got past episode 50 and maybe 150, yeah. we do like much of a, a, a much smaller thing um, for, the, for the 50s. Here's the thing, John. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to... Because that's every I'm year, say, Chris. That's, less, like, that's like sooner than every year. Yeah. I'm disappointed in ourselves. Uh-huh. Okay. Because for the second year in a row... We have not done a on-location episode yeah, you're right. during the summer. Here's what we should do. We should do a holiday episode. Like or we're in the into, freezing cold. We're, yeah, we're, like, we're the getting Siberian into the holiday season, you know? Winter. We can, we can like go find some Christmas lights, oh, sit out in front like, of some Christmas lights. Okay, okay, all right. Some hot cocoa. All right, hey, let's go with me here. Okay. We can go to Cheekwood. Okay. You know, they have all the lights everywhere. That's right, that's right. Um, maybe get a friend or two. Uh huh. Uh huh. And do on location podcast. That'd be there. fun. That'd be really fun. I was also thinking like another another good option here in Nashville is the uh, the Opryland. The, the, the yeah, we could do know, that. that. I feel like place. it's noisy around there. I feel like it's a lot noisy. Like there's a lot more foot traffic. Yeah. Just in general, cheek would like you could hide in there. And do we do we want to hide? We're doing. <laughs> it's not only an on location, but it's a secret podcast. A secret podcast. Yeah. Secret podcast. I mean, it's open enough. <laughs> Listen, we stay till they we stay till they close, which honestly is like midnight. And then, uh, and then we do an overnight secret podcast on location there. I mean, that would be intense because then you get like it's it's you're getting a lot of various po- like your yeah. your like the illegal podcast, you know, <laughs> yeah, the illegal the, cast. We're getting arrested podcast. Like yes, for anyone who doesn't know, Cheekwood uh, Mansion or Manor, I don't know what it, what it is, uh, is a is a place in uh, Nashville. It, it used to belong to. I think it's the Folgers or Maxwell House, one of the two, one of the coffee families. One of the, one of the coffee giants. Yeah, one of the like one of the people who uh, made that, and uh, it was this like uh, big um, uh, estate there in Nashville, and history's pretty cool. I've, I don't know if you've ever gone up through there and done the whole tour. I have. I have not done the whole all. thing. I've done like where they have like a special exhibit or something like that, where they like they've done like in the gardens or like whatever. Yeah, yeah. That, that, I've seen that stuff, but I haven't gone through like the whole the whole should be so that, like for Christmas they they decorate the house all up and everything yeah. and it's really cool. That's all. I mean the uh, there's a, a really cool like park for like running and riding bikes over there. The Edwin and, and mm-hmm. Percy Warner mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah. parks. That's, not, it's not awesome. part of the mansion. Though. Not part of the mansion, but it's literally like right like right yeah. there. Like you could park like right near Cheekwood or whatever, and like the take off from there. So yeah, super fun. Done that a lot. Um, but yeah, that'd be awesome, Chris. If we did on location holiday esque kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's later. We can go see Santa. That's right. I think that last time we were there, they had a. They had live reindeer. Live reindeer. Yes. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I dig that or not. Like that's that seems like, you know, it seems like you're introducing like wild animals into the you know the the podcast, and it's like I don't know. I don't oh, know I mean, I didn't, well, we don't have to podcast with them. <laughs> I'm not saying reindeer. How do you how do you feel about the flight from uh, the North Pole? Yeah. I mean, I mean, it was more of a you know just kind of it's <laughs> just atmosphere. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The ambiance. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Like it's 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 like it's like you know whenever. You know, if you're a character actor, 
you know, you like do all these things to keep yourself in character. So what you're saying is that for the listeners, like we just, they like, won't know. They won't have any Except idea. Except for it will just be a better podcast. It'll just be like because of the atmosphere. Because we have additional Christmas yeah, spirit. Yeah, okay, I see, I because see. Because of the hot cocoa we'll be slip sipping. Yeah, you know. And the Santa we saw before. Sure, sure, yeah. And who came down on his magical reindeer. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down with it. I see, I see what you're talking about, Chris, yeah. you know. Uh, so this week we are reviewing Terminator Dark Fate. The Dark Fate. I remember like whenever this trailer and then like it was Dark Phoenix. It's like all the darkness, you know. We need to like have like an, an episode of our favorite movies with the word yeah, dark. In Thor: it. The Dark World. The dark World. Dark Fate. Dark, dark Phoenix. Fate. Yeah, you know. I mean, I feel uh, like there's probably D- Donnie Darko. <laughs> yeah, the classic. <laughs> uh, I, f- I thought there was more around uh, Dark. Um, dark Phoenix. Like there no, were- no, no, no. Uh, uh, the Dark World. Oh, there. I think. There oh, was. Star Trek Into Darkness. Yeah, that's right. Like right. That's there. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I d- definitely think that that's a that's, that's a good topic. You know, I'm I'm in. Let's we can rank them. I, I think we just named them all. We can rank them. Yeah, I, I would like to we'll like rank to rank them, them someday. Okay. You know, we should do it next next Halloween. That seems like a good. <laughs> that Halloween does topic. seem like a really good Halloween topic. By the, that time, I bet you there'll be another one. Also, it'll almost <laughs> be episode 400. Then that's right. We'll be we'll be counting it down to four hundred, which is crazy. That's wild, man. At some point, four hundred uh, like the hundred is going to land on uh, like a, a very awkward date. It's going to land on Christmas yeah. one day. You know, it's like I feel like you know by episode five hundred, well, we're, we're going to be like back that far because like every because fifty two week years, like it'll like move back two four weeks you know, every year. Yeah, like literally or every, like, every, every hundred episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like mm, this is is, that yeah basically moves back a month every yeah a month every, every time. single time. So. Interesting. That's wild. It's very, very like the way that that'll work out eventually. Like you said, it'll be terrible. Like yeah. there's going to be one where you're like, well, there's nothing we can do. You right. Know? Right. Um, it'll land on E3. But Chris, hmm. that's what we're talking about later. What do you? What have you been up to this week? Man. All right. So it's been a uh, minute. I've actually yeah. So it's been, it's been a minute. I've also finished a big project at work. So like I've been like getting back into doing things. And so I've been taking advantage of all the things. Um, the one thing I will focus on though this time is uh. I've been playing a lot of Modern Warfare, John. Nice. And uh, it is, I haven't even touched the campaign. 2019, right? Yeah. Modern Warfare 2019. I haven't touched the campaign. I haven't touched the Spec Ops missions. I've just been doing multiplayer. Interesting. And it is fantastic. What is the, uh, what's your preferred game mode in the uh, in the new package? I mean, same as always. Uh, I like, I mean, I, I like Team Deathmatch, uh, Domination, Kill Confirmed. Nice. Those, those are my main. And, and they have some cool, like, playlists this time. Uh, so, First of all, uh, this is a return to form for Call of Duty um, in that last year they removed like the jump packs and all that yeah. kind of stuff, like the Titanfall-esque kind of things. Yeah. Um, but then this, they brought back the original uh, level designers from Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare 2, and uh, their impact cannot be understated. Interesting. Like the maps are fantastic. They're like... They're, uh, in the past, like in the past few years, they've kind of gone to this three-lane kind of approach. Yeah. And, on, you know, you're always going to have things like three domination points, except right. for Ground War, which I'll get to in a minute. Okay. Three domination points. Um, you, like, there aren't three lanes anymore. They're very asymmetrical maps. You, you nice. can approach things multiple. If you want to be a sniper in the back of the map, you can actually be a sniper in the back of the map again. Um, if you want to uh, run and gun, you can you can run and gun. There's some close quarter like there's multiple routes you can take to get to a place. Yeah, that like if you wanted to play one playstyle over another playstyle, you can totally do it. Nice. And also like uh, the the biggest criticism that that I'm seeing from fans online is that it it definitely it doesn't encourage camping. 
it is um uh trying to figure out it is not beneficial it's just it's it's it, it works if you can't yeah if like, you want to play that way you can play you, that you way. can play yes you are able to play that way they don't it actively you, disincentivize yeah like disincentivize you from it doesn't camping. mean you have to and most of the places that you're camping probably have multiple routes in there like there's not a there's not just like a one kill box yeah that you can lure everyone into yeah unless you have like all four members of your team guarding a house which yeah. i actually like yeah, like yeah. if you are working together as a team yeah. you should be able to just own a own a room right you know it's interesting like i i, I that that is how Call of Duty used to be, right? Yes. And they got into this thing where they're like, okay, well, we don't want anybody to be camping. No like, camping. We want you to be moving or you're like, and that's a very like... And I think they, they took that first step with uh, Black Ops 2. Right. Which was, I loved that. That's where they doubled down on the three lanes as well, where it was like the three lanes within Black Ops 1 worked well, but it wasn't like they were just, like they weren't oversimplified three lanes. Like there was well, three lanes, but yeah, also I mean, there were like there, multiple branching and paths and... There were tons yeah. of houses and stuff like that in Black right. Ops 1. Um, but Black Ops 2, like, they basically had three lanes in every map, and then it got simpler and simpler from there. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, they, they had this, like, you have to be moving constantly, or you'll eventually, like, just not be able to do anything. You know, you can't right. camp it out. But I do think, like, these days, with things like um, PUBG... Uh, like Apex. even Apex, like even Fortnite to a, to an extent, like sure, like the the ring moves, so like you can't just camp out, but you can camp out yeah. in those games. Like you can pretty much just like camp out and like do do pretty well in those right. games. And so I think that like bringing that back to Call of Duty, yeah. smart thing because it's more tactical. Like it brings back in a yeah, lot of totally. the players that like have more tactical. Which like, is oh, what I, I want to want to work with a squad or I don't want to like be more tactical, get those right angles on people rather than just being like Twitch based, Twitch based, Twitch based. Yeah. So that's interesting. I like that a lot. Totally. Um, the other part that I'm really enjoying is they have uh, new game modes. Nice. So the first one I'll talk about is Ground War. And it's basically domination, but with points. You know, usually you have A, B, C. This is A, B, C, D, E. Oh, wow. And and then you have, um, I, th That's more I, like, uh, I think it's 20 players in each team. That sounds a lot like, like Battlefield. Kind of like almost. Battlefield, only like Battlefield is always like you progress down the field. trying sure. to, And there's a team that's defending and a team that's attacking. Sure, yeah, yeah. And this, it's just straight up like domination where like all the points are open at the beginning of the the match, and then you uh, uh, have to take them. You make a sprint to flip the spawns. Yeah, yeah. And, well, and <laughs> the the part that I like though is it like Battlefield. It does allow you to spawn on the. Nice. Or, well, it doesn't actually put you on the circle, but like if you say I want to spawn on D, yeah, it it'll puts be you somewhere nearby. around it. That's good. And That's then, really good. But you can also can you can do two things. Number one, spawn on people. Um, so spawn on your teammates. That's awesome. Two. Um, if your teammate dies, like immediately afterwards, you can spawn in and you have his uh, his um, uh, loadout. So Why like, would you want their loadout? Well, is my so question. if you if you have a sniper that got killed, okay, then you can spawn. Ah, on, you can just drop on them and get their loadout. In, get their loadout and be in the location and just take over those duties. Fascinating. So, but that's only that's like I've done it a couple times and it was kind of just like haphazardly like I would spawn in I didn't know what they were doing cuz I wasn't like but if you were talking to yeah. everyone, I've just been muting like, everyone. Take my spot, take my spot, you know, exactly. that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can yeah. So, and there's also vehicles. So nice. there's tanks, uh jeeps. I haven't seen I don't I think there's helicopters or something, but I haven't seen them. That's cool. Um so that's one game mode. Uh second game mode there are 20 uh, person 
um, team death or not team deathmatch domination. Oh wow, just regular so like domination. Larger. So rather than having the like the the ground large war. scale yeah. with ground war, you have like a medium. Yep, just with more people on the standard maps. I dig it. Then uh, probably like my the one that's like throwing me for a loop the most, but also kind of the most fun. Right now, I don't know if it's gonna be forever, but like right now, there's a playlist. I forget what it's called. It is select maps at night, and so you have night vision goggles. Everything's in the monochrome uh, green and black because you have your night vision goggles on. Fascinating. And it's like, and and you have to play it completely differently because like every gun in that mode, if you aim down sights, has a laser pointer, Mm. um, which helps you aim. Also helps the, the enemies figure out where you're at. Right, right. You and so you can't like sit there, there like aim down sights toward a door because yeah. they know you're there. Yeah. And so uh it makes you play and and just like just the like you have to load up make your loadout differently. So like if you have a gun that has a huge muzzle flash, you gotta put a a, a, a silencer that's or something nice. on there that's cool. to like compensate for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that's and awesome. And so um yeah like it, that that one I have not mastered yet. I haven't gotten like good at it. Like I'm just real bad. Yeah. Uh but uh it's, it's a lot of fun. I like figuring it out. What's interesting about that one is like they they like advertise that one, but I thought it was available like when it, with the game like i remember seeing them be like oh and then there's no like we're gonna do the I'm night sure modes it, yeah, maps i'm sure it is but i think it like only popped up like this week yeah sure i mean was, maybe like, i don't know like because i didn't really start playing it until it, like as a like you said i don't know if it's a limited time thing or if it like, cycles it's, in it's and just, out or just, what yeah it's just in a different playlist like i don't i don't know how they're doing playlists in this game yeah. yet because we haven't it's not been out for long enough yeah but like not yeah it's like just a in a separate playlist of like apart from everything else it, it won't like for instance pop up in rotation uh, you have, so you won't be like oh all of a sudden here's yeah, a night map you totally. know or like vote on this night map right you have to i kind of like, wish it would that though playlist. that'd be kind of cool like if it was just in there maybe i don't know, I, I don't know. it's uh, yeah, the way you're talking about though it's like so drastically different it's so drastically different like and I, I had like i had to create a, a loadout just for it mm. like so I don't know that I would want it just popping up randomly if I'm just like having a good time and we're just rolling through some maps yeah. and then all of a yeah. sudden, oh man, I got to play one of these things. Mode, you know? Yeah. It's like, who turned out the lights there? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, anyway, uh, they also have these things like the last thing I want to kind of run through is um, they have weekly, daily objectives, which will give you earn, help you earn things like there are no there are no loot boxes. There's going to be at some point like we talked about. There's going to be a battle pass, which yep. I'm ex- actually excited about. Right now, there are challenges. Um, so and and the ultimate reward are blueprints for guns. So, cool. um, and they're they're not like new guns. It's basically you get this blueprint and you can unlock a a pre. Um, designed loadout of a gun that you don't get to like level 100 or something like that nice and so that already exists inside of your like you know your th- and do you unlock it for good there like if you prestige you like just, does it stay unlocked or, or uh, how does that work? yes as far as i know if you, if, when you prestige you still have the blueprint that's cool um i haven't prestiged yet but that's from what i've read that's yeah. what's happening um and the thing i like about it is it doesn't like it's not it, it you don't unlock it for good like you can't just do whatever you want with it then you unlock this this very specific yeah. Peace. And so, so for like, and that allows them to have uh, rare, like blue, purple, and gold versions of weapons, where like your gold Chris. version of weapon is like tricked out with all these uh, attachments and everything. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And, and you unlock it early. Whereas like just a regular version has like maybe it'll have a scope, <laughs> you know, like. That's fascinating. Yeah. That's so, really interesting. I, I'm excited about like what are they going to do with that? Yeah. Like, especially with the, the, um, 
battle pass is that going to play are you going to get like additional challenges I don't know. additional blueprints yeah. like mm. maybe things like with more attachments than normal like i don't know like i feel like this kind of opens the door for like some cool stuff it really does and it also like keeps it from being like um a pay for like pay to win kind of thing yeah. you know a lot, a lot of those cuz like well, sure and I, and I don't even know that blueprints will be in the battle pass but right but I mean, even even with the blueprints as they are, it's oh, yeah. like okay, well, it works out to where it's like, well, I'm not, you know, if if I get something that's like a super awesome weapon, maybe it's not the one that I wanted, like uh, that sort of thing. Like maybe it's not not the uh, the gun that I'm good with or yeah. whatever. Like there's there's the random component to it, but it doesn't feel as bad as like if it was like oh, just you know. Loot box, well, that sort of thing. Yeah, the, I guess that's, that's what my point is. Like, and the thing is, loot boxes like, feel bad just inherently, right, like totally. with, with this type of a game. You know, the thing I like about it is like everybody, like if you if you choose to, I think you all have the same uh, blueprints available. So like, right. it's not that it's locked out from you. Yeah, it's not like the Galahorn, you know, in Destiny, yeah, where it's like yeah, I, just, I, you know, like I'll never have that. I'll weapon. never get it. It's like no, if you, do, I mean, it may be hard and maybe long because yeah. you have to go through like these seven steps to do it. Yep. But like, you know, for I'm working on one right now, and one of the steps is like perform a, a kill, I forget what they call it, like you sneak up behind somebody and kill them, you know, yeah, yeah. kill animation. Backstabber. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, well, it's like a, it's like a kill, it's like, kind of like, you know, in Gears of War. Like when an you assassination or whatever. It's yeah, an yeah. assassination. Um, you, like, I have to do that 10 times. I'm like, how in the world? You're like, how am I going to get there? You I've know? done it once. <laughs> Nice. You know, nice. So, like, I mean, some of them are, are pretty extreme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can do the steps up till then, and each step has a reward, which right. is cool. So. Well, like, but like you said, like you know what the path is, which is nice, and yeah. uh, and everybody has the same one. So it's like, well, if you know that there's a weapon that you really like, yep. want to get, go for that one. So yep. yeah, that's that that feels better than a loot box. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because like in Call of Duty specifically. I was very bummed about like the loot box situation that they mm-hmm. had going on, where mm-hmm. it's like you like roll something, you're like, well, none of this do I really care about. This is a sixty dollar game, <laughs> you know. <And> it's like <laughs> this is a you know kind of just a, a downer, you know. It's like yeah. I never felt good opening a loot box there. Whereas like other games, like you feel great opening a loot box, like oh cosmetics, sweet, you know. I'm trying to think of a of a game I've actually liked opening loot boxes in. Maybe maybe Rocket League. Yeah, Rocket League is always fun. So I mean, uh, I always enjoy like Apex, like you know. Yeah, I don't know. But just, it's I, like none of it means anything. Right. I guess is the thing. Like you yeah. have like four trackers, and you're like, why? Yeah, like I don't know. You know, whatever. You know, yeah. like I, yeah, that's that's it's the disappointment. Like if all the things were cool, yeah, I'd be down with it. Yeah, yeah. But like inevitably, there's just like stuff that you're like, this is stupid. Yep. Why do I want yep. this? Why do I want this? And that's uh, that's why I appreciate with Call of Duty is like they've eliminated that from there, which yes. is good. Which is good. Um, speaking of Apex, I played over the Halloween holiday, the Halloween Apex thing. That was really fun. Um, and it was, uh, it was basically you, you would drop into the map, a night version of the map. Oh, nice. Which was really cool. And everybody's like, everything's like neon. Like they were like, like they'd redone some of the textures to make it look like really like weird and, uh, and, and creepy. And then whenever you would die, you would come back as a zombie and now you're on team zombie and you're trying to take everybody out and whoever got down to 10 people. Did you have a gun still? Yeah, no, you would just have a, like a, a stab you super fast Yeah, and you would melee them Okay, and you could jump really high <laughs> and, uh, and you could see them like so you had heat vision to see them on the map. Like through objects? No, like you could see them through windows or whatever, oh, okay. like, you know, and, uh, but you could see them from really far away. It looks yeah, like they're yeah. just like neon, like, like somebody hiding orange. There. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I can totally see you. Over I haven't there. even played the new map, dude. Uh, the new map is really fun as well. I've been playing some of that, um, occasionally as well. It's, it's smaller. Oh, wait, you don't have to play the new map. Uh, you do, you, uh, no, you do now have to play the new map. 
but the old like whenever they had the uh, the Halloween event, it was the old map. Oh wow! Um, and okay. it was the old map at nighttime. And it okay. was, but that was it was super awesome. Like uh, coming back, like it was funny because I was initially like, well, that's a bummer. Whenever you like get wiped out, but like it was so much fun to play as a zombie mm. that like. It didn't sting that much. Whenever you like so how did, got how taken did you out, win. Like, could you? Act, I mean, could you? So whenever you got down to 10, 10 legends, so like there were ten legends, and then like you know uh, twenty or like fifteen or however many like people are in the map, zombies. So like yeah. there's only ten people like that are not zombies left. Yeah, it would basically create a a team of all 10 of those people. Like you could no longer kill each other. Okay. And you had to like escape work together they had to work together to escape the uh, island. So they would put a drop ship like location and oh, a countdown whoa. timer. Like uh, like Titanfall? like Titanfall. And what? so you had to like make your way like Titanfall? fighting through increasingly like, uh, you know, thicker and thicker zombies. Could you like, shoot the zombies? And you're, everybody's all together now at the end, basically. Cause like you all try to like get together and like what? go to one location. Hang on. What, what would happen if you, uh, if, you, you got shot as a zombie. You would come back, like drop so back. So you always in. just come so back. So you just coming back in, yeah. Constantly. So the whole time you're like coming back in, and it was Dang. really fun. Did you ever make it to the dropship? Oh yeah, dude, it was it was great. Like That's I made amazing. it there about you know a, a decent number of times. Like as yeah. many as many times, I definitely made it like to the end as a zombie. Yeah. Um, a lot, but I would say maybe like 25 percent of the time i made it on the dropship. yeah you know and then the hardest thing was to win as the zombies because like if one person makes it off technically the other people still won but mm. you had to just keep everyone ki- like eliminate everybody like get everybody to be a zombie or just keep them from getting on the dropship. ship wow. would leave without them and that one was really fun because like you could be like y'all are like all holed up in this room there's like 10 of us out here. There's no way a single one of you can leave that room. And so like they would just stay in the room sometimes. That's like hilarious. Kind of like panicking. So being like, I win. can't make it. I can't make it. You know? Yeah. And so they didn't want to like, they didn't want to go out there and just get wiped out or whatever. So they just kind of stayed in there. I'm like, I would have just like, whenever I realized this is a, like, this isn't, yeah, just make it like try like right. everybody all the one, two, three, go, you know? Yeah. I mean, so, you can't stop us all. Exactly. But yeah, yeah it's like, uh, sometimes you could stop them all. It was great. That's awesome. <laughs> It was a really fun game mode. I That's very cool. much enjoyed that one. Uh, speaking of Halloween stuff, I played yeah. uh, a little bit of the Fort Nightmares event Ooh. in Fortnite. Um, it was cool. Uh, so they had this mode. I I wish I could remember. I think it was mm, – this is wrong, but I'm going to say it. it was something like the Night King mode or something <laughs> like that. But you would basically – like you you spawned in in this really already really small circle. Yeah. And then uh, – So the, it's like different locations on the map nope, like each time? always the same. Always the same one. And then it was wow. like in this lake and this giant boss would appear. Cool. And you had to go through different rounds. So basically you had to um, go through two rounds of getting his uh, – um, you would shoot different uh, spots on his body um, and – Make them burst, and then he had these disgusting. I think, think called like battle horns or something like that, um, that you would shoot off, and then you had to damage him. So like, and it took like at least like three or four rounds to do it. And so you're all it's all cooperative. You're working together. That's cool. Um, he, you had to uh, at the same time as you're fighting him, there were ads that he would spawn in, and that would get and they were the zombie. They were the zombies, yeah, and yeah. so they would get increasingly. Uh, more frequent and um, harder to beat. They'd be like the gold-plated zom- yeah, yeah. zombies um, as you went along. Uh, and then, like the cool, the interesting thing was, like you could you could destroy the pods, the zombie pods. But the o- really the only place you were getting any kind of like better guns or ammo were from killing those zombies because you, so know, you had to let them like let them yeah, happen. Like you needed those ads to be huh. to be controlled. Like yeah. they, they need to be there. 
yeah. you need to contain them for as much as you can, yeah. but they need to be there so that you can uh, refill your ammo. Interesting. And like, you know, they would drop things like rocket launchers as it get closer to the end, you know? So like, yeah. you had to very strategically like, well, let's not destroy all the pods. Yeah. Like let's, let's some through. It was a lot of fun. Um, and so That's, like, that reminds me a lot of how like uh, Call of Duty zombies sometimes were, where like if you would, if you took them out with the, uh, with, with your like super awesome ray gun, they don't drop anything, right, you know, right, right. but if you take them out with like, you know, a real gun, like a, with bullets, they would drop things. And yeah. so, yeah, it also like, it, it reminded me of like a destiny, like cool raid or nightfall or something it where you're fighting this boss. Interesting to me that Fortnite began as like a horde mode, yeah. uh, cooperative thing. Right. Yeah. And then the battle battle Royale thing happened and like that, that took off. And so that's basically where all everything goes now, all their, their resources and everything went there. And then now the limited die mode is a cooperative horde based, you know, boss boss battle basically yeah. that's awesome it was cool um, i like, to, you, I like you the, this, that aspect of like folding in the two two parts of that you got game. this creepy like umbrella for for winning um which is really cool that's awesome yeah i mean that, that was really the only uh i kind of wish i'd been able to like play some other uh halloween events yeah but yeah i i always enjoy the uh, the limited time like halloween and then obviously like if there's like a holiday event or something like that like with uh, destiny or whatever i always always love and this will be the first will this be the first year that i won't do yeah festival uh, of light did i do that la- was i off of destiny at that point i feel like it was pretty much already like out, i was checked out destiny last year so i'm pretty sure i was already checked time. out of destiny last year at that point i think whenever yeah yeah i definitely was so because yeah. forsaken i didn't do didn't do forsaken so that was yeah. last year at this time Man, it'll be the second year not doing uh, not doing Festival of Lost or whatever. I know. Mm. Or Festival of Lost is what it was, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Chris, mm. we have a review to talk about later. We do. But first, a pick of the week. Pick of the week. All right, John, what is Get your me. pick of the week? Oh, uh, I'll go first. My pick of the week. Speaking of Halloween... Luigi's Mansion 3 came out yes. on Halloween. Yes. It's a very fun game, Chris. Um, it was interesting. Like, it looks I, amazing. It's gorgeous. I'm kind of, I'm kind of honestly just biding my time until I'm like not playing something else. Yeah. And then I'm going to do it. Dude, it is, it is a... So I've played both of the previous like Luigi's Mansions. I never finished the first one or whatever because I was at somebody else's house. Like I never, we never owned a GameCube. Yeah. But like I played it at a friend's house. I was so like, oh, this Luigi, is awesome. Luigi's Mansion 1? Uh, yeah, Luigi's Mansion 1 is okay. uh, the one I've, I have played... Not beaten. Luigi's Mansion 2 Dark Moon played that, beat that on the 3DS. Ah. Very good game. I enjoyed it. Do you have that? I do have that. Could I borrow it? Yeah. I, right. I uh, have it around here somewhere. Hmm. Let me give me a good excuse to pull my 3DS Unless back out. Unless I have it digitally. I might have it digitally. I All cannot right. remember. I'm we'll, not we'll sure. Check. I'll, I'll look. But anyway, so uh, Luigi's Mansion 3, fantastic. Haven't beaten it yet. But so far, it is the best one. Nice. Like, if there's one that you should play, you should yeah. play this one. Because, like, the 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 Switch, it looks amazing on the Switch, both in handheld and then on, like, my, like, t- television screen looks really good. The rumble is really fun because, like, the different, like, things happen. So I've turned rumble back on on my oh, handheld mode whenever I've been mm. playing because I've been like, oh, there's some cool effects. Um it is smooth, and then I also appreciate like the different levels. Where whereas like the Luigi's Mansion one, it was pretty much all just like, oh, it's spooky, right? Yeah. 
And then Luigi's Mansion 2, they kind of branched out. Where it's like, oh, in this mansion, there's also another building out. It's the it's the garden, like okay. or whatever. And so like you're trouncing around through a haunted garden. Yeah. Um, in this game, it gets even weirder because you're in a hotel. Mm-hmm. The premise of the game is like Mario and Peach and uh, Three Toads and Luigi are all invited to a hotel. As they are. As it happens, you know, you just get random invites to a hotel. They show up at the, the hotel like, or resort, do. as you do, and promptly everyone gets kidnapped. Oh, yeah, as always happens. Except for Luigi, you know, and he's because he, he's got his <laughs> ghost-busting skills from why, the previous why not, two games. Why they not? Uh, oh, oh, that's why. And so they couldn't get him. Okay. He, he, was, uh, he was too on top of it, you know? Sleeps with one eye open. <laughs> Doesn't sleep with one eye open. Um, but the, uh, it's, it's hilarious. The intro to this whole thing is, is amazing. Like, where it gets... Where I realized that this game in particular was different than the other ones was there's a moment like super early on where you walk down this hallway, right? And everything's like all creepy and normal, but then you get chased back down the hallway. And whenever you're being chased back down the hallway, literally everything in the hallway is just like going wild. Like it's all a physics object. And so everything's just flying all over the place. And then whenever you finally get your like, uh, after that scene, like they give you your, your vacuum. And you can suck up literally everything and That's like amazing. blow things around the room. And like some of the puzzles you have to solve are involved. You're like, oh, I want to pick this thing up and it gets stuck in the, t- the front of the vacuum. And then you shoot it at something else and it like opens this other door. There's so many clever things that they do with the mechanics of like the, uh, the vacuum and that sort of thing in this game and the physics based object- objects that it's like just fantastic. I haven't gotten bored yet. And whereas like with Dark Moon, the second Luigi's Mansion, yeah. definitely got bored after a minute. Mm. Like on the on the third monotonous. third or fourth, yeah, the third or fourth like bigger, like major things. It just like was like, ah, this is kinda samey. Have you used Guigi yet? Oh dude, Guigi is hilarious too. Because like I actually got, Luigi. Uh, yeah, it's like he basically it's like a has Terminator version of in Luigi. His backpack, a a jello yeah, jello terminator Guigi or uh, Luigi, where uh, the only thing is he's he his only weakness is water. And so if he like steps on water, he like just dissolves into the drain or whatever. And you're like, well, somehow he ends up back in uh, Luigi's backpack and you just like pop him back out again. But, That's hilarious. Um, but the thing like with that is there was one moment where I was stuck and I was like, how do I, how do I get past here? And what it was, was you can chain, like if you uh, like tell Luigi to like suck his vacuum or to blow his vacuum or whatever, yeah. and then switch over to Gooigi, Luigi will like keep his finger down He's on the like trigger. Locked on. Yeah, and so it's like I had to have double the suction for this one moment, and so like I'm like I like swapped to the and then it, like it worked. It was it. Those types of things are like really cool in this game where you're like this is like it's legitimately like one of the most charming and funny games where I'm like I, every time I play it I'm like I'm just relaxed and chill. It's like it's not not in you know knuckles aren't white or anything you're just like yeah. oh this is this is just a fun game to play and relax awesome. before before bed or whatever it's it's really good the uh the levels not just the spooky mansion levels like as you go up like oh there's the standard kind of hotel stuff because it's like oh this is cool so you're in like a creepy hotel it's like oh here's the creepy like gift shop oh here's like a, a music stage like where there's oh there's a musician a piano or like whatever like haunted piano like stage then you get into like really weird stuff of like the pyramids and like there's like <laughs> these different like really ultimate like super themed levels and uh and so like i appreciate that variety as well as like because just right whenever i'm i'm going oh you know what i understand like what this is going for they've done everything they can do with whatever area i'm in i'm moving on to the next area like it never really stops and long enough for me to be like oh 
I'm bored of this or this isn't this isn't fun anymore. Yeah. So that's that's the thing that I appreciate about it most is that pacing. That's cool. And like you well, can so go back. That was my biggest my, my biggest concern with that was when I was yeah. looking at him like this seems like it might get very repetitive. <laughs> and that's the thing, like I feel like it could if you were like completionist with it. At first I was trying to get there are like gems, right? They're like yeah. just like in in like Mario where it's like, oh we have the moons or the stars right. or whatever. Like there are hidden gems everywhere. And if you go for every single one, you would stay on those levels quite a while. Whereas I was just like, ah, I'm moving on. You know, I'm just gonna yeah. like mainline this thing. Go but you through. can always probably come back. Yeah, right? you can always go back. And by the time you come back, you're like, ah, oh, I you know don't remember what happens in this level or what this level's layout is. Yeah. So definitely, definitely still cruising ahead. I love the game so far. I'm. It's weird to release a, a, a like spooky game on Halloween. So now as a result, you're playing it. I'm after. playing it after. So yeah. it's like this weird bleed through, like between like yeah. the holiday season or like I guess it, Halloween kind of starts the holiday season, but like the Christmassy kind of like holiday season and then like Halloween and it's like it's like I don't know, it's just November's gonna be that bridge month. Yeah. So totally. What is your pick of the week, Chris? So my pick of the week is also Halloween themed, and it kind of goes. I mean, what? Yeah. So uh, it's the movie Doctor Sleep, which actually I think yes. comes out. Does it come out this weekend? I think it came out like or last weekend. Yeah, I can't it came remember. out this weekend, which I, is after Halloween. Which yeah, is that's weird. the thing. So like, I, I actually saw I, I saw two. I and I'm, I still have more that I want to I want to see. Uh, but I I saw two um, uh, scary horror movies after Halloween. Interesting. Uh, the, went to see The Lighthouse, and then I saw Doctor Sleep. Um, so Dr. Sleep is the sequel to The Shining and, um, the movie and the book. Yeah. The movie and the book. Well, so like Stephen King, uh, I forget when he came out. It was in the past couple of years. It was when he came out with the, the sequel, the Dr. Sleep book. Um, and it has now been made into a movie. Um, I'm going to try to do this without spoiling anything because there's just like, uh, all I'll say is. It connects directly to the first movie. I know in some of the trailers for Doctor Sleep, you see some things where you're like, "This looks like an updated version of some things that are in the movie of The Shining." Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna say anything. Okay. Um, uh, it relates directly to it, um, and uh, kind of dives deeper into like the the one piece about The Shining. You know, so so Stephen King famously hates The Shining. Movie. The movie. Yes. Yeah. Um, and because mainly because. Uh, Stanley Kubrick left out a lot of like the the, the supernatural parts of The Shining, yeah, quote unquote, yeah. like what The Shining is, yeah, and what that means, and what the what power, like the that the powers that come with it. This movie focuses on that, so like this is more in line with uh, where Stephen King saw The Shining kind of going um, in a good way. Like I think they they both work well t- together. This isn't one of those scenarios where like the sequel ruins the first movie and it's so far removed and it's such a different kind of a movie yeah. that um, uh, it works well as a companion piece. It can also stand alone if you've never seen The Shining, but I'll, I'll say for Shining fans, like this is especially great. Interesting. Like, there are pieces that you will not understand the impact of unless you're a fan of The Shining or have seen The Shining. I would say see that first if you haven't seen it. Gotcha. Um, well, I mean, honestly, like, why? <laughs> yeah, that's my question. Is like, why would you see this without seeing the first? I mean, one? I, and there, are, I mean, there are there are movies that I like because because it was a because it came out years ago, and you're you like, know, ah, old movie. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. I, I, I do that. I do that totally. I, right. I do too. Yeah, like I'll go see a movie. Like, hey, do I really need to watch this? Yeah, old, yeah do I need to watch the old? Do, do I need to watch Mad Max? Like, well, I did that most, most recently. I did that know? with the uh, with the, the uh, whatever it is, the Dark Crystal. 
Yeah, totally. <laughs> the television is like, no, don't exactly. Don't watch. So same kind of thing. One. Only in this scenario, I would say yes. Watch The Shining. Yeah. Then watch this. Yeah. Um, and so uh, yeah, I I recommend it. Uh, it was it's high on my list Scary? right now. Um, see, I don't want to be spoilery. I mean, just like scary, yes or no, you know? It's like, sure, is it, it, yes. So, yes, okay. I dig it. Like, there are different kinds of scary. Yeah, For yeah. instance, the lighthouse. Let's let, let's just pivot for a second to the lighthouse. Lighthouse is like straight up horror, but it's not, I wouldn't, wouldn't say it's like overtly scary. Right. It's very like, it just makes you uneasy. Yeah. And things are just like off. Well, I mean, it, honestly. In the same way the shining. Yeah, I was about to say, is, the shining, like, the, it's not really traditionally scary. No. There's nothing like there that's like, ah! There's a couple you know? of jump scares. Yeah, like later on. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There in are. the shining. Uh, but but like, nothing like, but like the. But it's the, a slow burn to that. Yeah. And the most impactful moments of the shining are like the, the things in between the big set pieces. Yeah. You know, where it, it's like, it's like, it's like a long pan shot of a hallway and you're like, this is so unsettling. Yeah. You know, and you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. It's, it's more, yes. It's so unsettling. That's a great word. Yeah. Um, the lighthouse is unsettling. There are pieces of of Doctor Sleep that I think are unsettling, but like it's more of a it's more of a overt like you. Know, it's more I would I would um, it's more like the feeling you get when you're watching a Quiet Place. Nice, where you're okay. like, I know what they're doing and it's yep. working. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you're like, you're going to build the tension and then it's all gonna break loose. And yeah. then I the best know. one of the best parts about Doctor Sleep is that like you know uh, I don't know if you remember in The Shining there's that little bell noise yeah. that would happen all the time. Yeah. And like I never saw The Shining in theaters, but like just hearing that kind of like happening like yeah. around you, around like they, you. they play with. I would say go see Doctor Sleep in theater, in the theater. Nice. because they play with sound in and and like there's these. There's some other things that happen, like with the yeah. sound. Uh, yeah. I guess maybe that's where I'm going with a uh, a quiet place because, like, yeah. it plays with like it plays sound with your perceptions around you, yes. like that sort of thing. Yeah, um, in in ways that I didn't expect, and you know, it's kind of like one of those things where, like, you know, it. Uh, did you ever see it? Part two, chapter two? No, no, no. Oh man, dude, I need to. I, that one's been on my list. Yeah. So, like, I mean, both those movies, like, neither one, like, would I say are like, you know, scary, scary. Right. They're just. Crazy, weird, and uh, unsettling is the you know word you use. That like it. yes, that's the overall vibe for yeah, yeah. for uh, Doctor Sleep. So good, uh, Ewan McGregor. Yeah, he does a fantastic He's job. He's one of my faves, Chris. Like, I know. like as he continues his acting career. Like I mean, I liked him. I liked him good, like before. Yeah. But like the longer I go, the more I like him. Like yeah. the more things he's in, I'm like, dude, you're just like like he grows. Like so much, he's not the same actor that he was whenever I first saw him, like years and years ago. Or whatever, totally, you know, which is what makes me excited for that, uh, you know, Obi Wan Kenobi. Kenobi series. That and developing. I'm actually more excited for it. Like, so I was I was reading uh, some kind of interview with him that he was doing for Doctor Sleep, and he was saying how he's like, actually, I'm really happy it's a TV show instead of a movie, yeah, because it means I get ten hours to do this instead yeah. of two. It's cool. Um, so I'm like, it's really cool. That's a great point. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and I, and I'm super pumped that he's pumped. So. Dude, I'm going to be happy. I still like, I love that. Like he kind of like willed that into existence. Yeah, petitioned for it. Constantly. Or like, actually guys, I'm, uh, you know, I'm up for it. I am well up for that. And then like, I, yeah. eventually it finally happens. And you're like, this is great. It's I remember like, at the time we're like, like if you're Disney, you have to say yes. You, you can't yeah, just ignore there's this. There's no way. Like he's literally just saying like, guys, I'm in, you yeah. know, <laughs> like the dream, the dream cast is in, you right. know, um, the biggest obstacle to getting this, getting this made. Is exactly. In. Exactly. The, uh, 
the interesting thing about like Doctor Sleep, I was watching something where they were talking about how they like they they recreated these like, locations, but they had like Stanley Kubrick's like same notes for some of see, the things. See, so, I'm like, not they tried to anything, do this is a lot of the, you gotta, okay, you gotta okay, stop talking. Well, I'm gonna stop talking then. Yeah. Um, Chris, <laughs> if you uh, how about this? Go see it, and then we'll review it. I dig it. I dig or it. whenever you watch it, it's gonna be like, like two years it. from now, isn't I'm, it? I'm into it. I'm, I I, uh, I definitely want to yes, check it out. Yes, I will so. say yes. They do a great job of doing things like you were alluding to, like recapturing some of the the, the things in the uh, the original, like just yes. some of the the vibe. Yes. Um, Chris, <laughs> your pick of the week was yeah. Doctor Sleep. My, yeah, my pick of yes. the week was Luigi's Mansion Three. It's very spooky things happening the week after Halloween, and and probably will continue to happen. Yeah, definitely. Um, I still got to play Blair Witch, <laughs> dude. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way I would play it. I don't know. That seems like so stressful. I was thinking about this. I don't think I've ever had a video game like creep me out like after the ever? fact. Well, I mean, like I've had them like scare me in the moment. Oh, okay. But I've never like two days later woken up like at night, been like, oh, I'm thinking I mean, about this. Like, but like movies mm. do that all the time, you know, whether it's like Paranormal Activity or this like The Ring, or, like, where like this, where you're like the psychological aspect. You're like, oh, I, I understand that it's just a movie, mm. but it still like gets you. Like you think about it. I've never had a video game really like hit me on that level where it's like I'm scared in the moment, which is like terrifying because it is immersive, you yeah. know, where yeah, it's yeah. like I am controlling something that's in the horror, which is the part of it that I'm like I, that stress. I'm just like I, I'm kind of yeah. out, um, but at the same time, like I've just never had one like with like super like done me in later. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really think I, I like, I don't really have that problem with movies in general either. Yeah. Uh, either. But yeah, a game hasn't really done that to me. I will say though, like, I mean. Uh, Bioshock One. Yeah, like it's probably not because it's it's meant to be, but because it's just like the way the the world building. It's like probably the scariest game I've ever played. Yeah, and well, and I, I played some, and I played some scary games. Yeah. I played you know oh, Fear I, and Fear Two. Fear Fear Two was great. Um, I kind of actually want to go back through them. Alien Isolation. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, Resident Evil. Yeah, you know, like I have played scary games, but man, Bioshock One. Like scared, and probably still would still scare the living daylights out of me. Yeah, it's it's a really like it's it's definitely got that like use the world aspect of it where you're like, man, this is yeah, this is like it's it's so dude. Even by did you ever play Bioshock Infinite? I have not played. Oh Bioshock my gosh, I, I have it on my uh, on my box. <sighs> yeah, oh, do you really? Well, I mean, it, it was it was a free game with gold one time. What Bioshock so, Infinite was? Yeah, on uh, three sixty. On three sixty, and so like it's backwards compatible now, dude. Um, you but should then totally there's also the Bioshock that. collection, which I'm sure I could get on sale re- relatively inexpensive. Which yeah, you yeah, have yeah. Bioshock Infinite in it, but um, yeah. dude, like that game. I've been um, thinking about that one more often than you know these days. It's also it uh, also is one of those things that like it makes you eerily uneasy. Yeah. See. The the reason I've been thinking about it, and the reason I've been like, oh, maybe I should go back and revisit, is because it came out in the last year of the 360 generation. It did, and I'm looking at the next year of like Xbox One, PlayStation Four, and being like, well, what's what's the Bioshock Infinite of this generation? You know, what's yeah. the thing that's gonna like come out and just like be gorgeous and like push these things to the max and like, like all third, this third party game? I, I mean, don't know. It, it, I think it's. It's rare. I mean, it, you look at things. It has to be something like a GTA or yeah. a Red Dead. You yeah. know, like Red Dead is probably well, GTA be, Five was also came out in that last year of the the, the yeah. three sixty. I know? think Red Dead is probably going to be that version because I, I don't I don't see any other big third party games coming and pushing yeah. the envelope on like the graphical fidelity or gameplay yeah. that like Red Dead Redemption Two did. Well, yeah, and you also figure like with the. Uh, 
with Ubisoft like delaying all of their games till next generation or whatever now it's like oh my goodness yeah. you know this is we're we're winding it down man like there's a very very finite number of games that are well, coming I, you know and, this year and i think like more so last generation because everyone i think was so unsure as to when the generation would end because it went on for so long like they may have initially like maybe thought that some something like Bioshock Infinite would be a next gen game. True, but like I think by by the time you had a certain point in the the development of the game, you have to say, okay, we are committing to this hardware. Yep, and uh, so that was a game I think probably that needed to come out before the end of the generation. Oh, for like, sure, they couldn't wait and push that; otherwise, it balloon into well, we got to make this work on next gen consoles and right. blah blah blah. Right. Well, I mean, it honestly took them longer than I anticipated to come out with like the definite, like the collection or whatever. Like, yeah, it's, totally. It's, they just didn't do it. Like, where there are a lot of games where even like Last of Us or whatever, it's like The Last of Us came out. And they're like, oh, here's like Last of Us, the definitive edition right. on the new console. Well, and that was a year later or you something. You also have to remember, so. uh, what was the... GTA, same thing. Who's the developer of Bioshock? Um, uh, 2K? No, was well, the they're publisher. the publisher. Um, uh, Irrational closed, Games. right? Irrational yeah, Games you're closed. right. So like, that's the problem with that is like, you know, you just lost the studio that would be Man. doing the the it's upgrade. True. It's true. You know? Dude, when are we going to get another Bioshock? I don't know. I, I mean, f- I feel like they won't leave that dormant. Like, they, like it's such a big franchise. Two K like, has this entire generation. I don't know. It's it's Other weird to me. Definitive edition and the the uh, collection, the Bioshock yeah. collection. Well, because like even Two K, like they they like to bring out like their sequels of things, like their their franchise. Like, there's oh Mafia. Like you know you have. Uh, but think of how long it takes to get there. So long. Well, Mafia should have taken a lot longer because it was not super well done. But anyway, those are our picks of the week. Two K, yeah, Two K is one of those publishers that like. I don't think they really care about timelines that much. It's true. They're willing to play the long game. It's true. They're because, not like an Activision. they see the benefit of it. So what? <laughs> They're not like an Activision, you know, no. where it's like, we must put out a game. Got it now. You don't have a campaign? Put it out anyway. <laughs> but because they can make millions of dollars, billions of dollars on these huge franchises. Speaking of the Call of Duty thing, I think the first weekend they uh, made $600 million and that's sold through. So like, not just like, <laughs> not just like, they're not just sitting on shelves and like that's sold to the consumer. Yeah that much money you know it's like oh, yeah. i think the only thing that's done that much in one weekend before was uh like in this generation has been uh red dead redemption did like about like 700 i mean I i'm telling you dude it's a great game so, yeah it's also doing incredibly well lots of people playing which is good for the player base yes i always was like with call of duty i was always like oh yeah that means just more people to play with you totally. know totally <laughs> all right chris mm. terminator dark fate Yes. Best Terminator movie ever, Chris? No. What? What? Um, spoiler free. Thoughts beforehand. We'll do the spoiler yeah, countdown. Spoiler free. Um, I mean, it was, it was. This was a better movie than the last. What was the last one Genesis? called? Genesis. Yeah, Terminator Genesis. What even happened in Genesis? Uh, th- th- okay, so like honestly, so uh, let me let's just like lay uh, lay the groundwork here for what will probably be the thesis of my entire discussion. Okay. I don't even remember what's happened in this franchise and what timeline we're in. Yeah. And like, I don't even know if that, that it matters at this point. And well, it, we tried to, we tried to explain a little bit of in this movie. Kind of. No, kind of. <laughs> may, maybe like the only one that they directly related it to was Terminator th- uh, three judgment day. Yeah. Like that's the only one that they like directly related to. Yeah. And, um, which is great, which is fine. Yeah. I, like it seems like we basically skipped from there all the way to this movie. It's almost like, it's like, uh, it, I feel like, you have a problem whenever movies like the Fast and the Furious franchise has a a better 
you have a better sense of continuity than this franchise. Well, and also like a better on ramp. Like I feel like you could watch like, you know, almost any fast and furious movie and be like, ah, it's all right. Cause I know, I still know what's going on. I follow, I follow, you know, they're bringing yeah. such and such out of prison. Cool. Right. You know? <laughs> totally. Yeah. I mean, and, it, and I guess Chris, it comes down to the complicated nature of the entire premise of this entire franchise, which is time travel. Mm-hmm. It makes it hard time travel. Whenever you like do anything with time travel, it makes it very, very difficult. Yeah. The the thing I will say, I like, I was, um, and this, this is not spoiler, but like, uh, as I was in Terminator Genesis, I was impressed by Arnold's acting. Yeah, dude. He did great. Man. I was, I was not impressed as much by, um, uh, what is her name? Linda Hamilton. Um, she was very, like, it was a very sh- shallow I think like. The, and the it may have been written that way, but yeah, I don't know. That's kind of what I think. Like, it, it felt like to me that the 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 writing for her character was very, very like one note. Yeah. Um, and that was that was a little frustrating because, like, I know, like with uh with like Terminator One, two, like it's like her her dynamic range in that character's even range is definitely more than just like I feel like th- th- can sum it up up her character with gruff. Yeah, is the is the one word, and it's like I, I like that. Yeah. That's awesome, but I would like to see a little bit of something like, else too. yeah, some some sort of like you know swinging from you know that to something else. Or yeah, something. yeah. I, I was just I was disappointed. Yeah. Like like if we we're saying like how I felt about it, I was like, man, I was kind of expecting a little bit more from this performance and character than yeah. what I'm getting. Yeah, um, I I don't disagree at all there i think like i said like i think like from a character perspective like her character didn't like of the characters that were in this movie the development from like point a to point b yeah definitely the lowest on her character yeah like i did appreciate the interplay with her and and like arnold and like i I liked that was i liked even like how she fit into the overall group mechanic but again like i just would like to see like more more variants yeah we can we can talk about it more in the spoiler section um, get into specific things, uh, but I think yeah, like overall, the, the the cast did a good job. Um, the action's great. Um, it's entertaining from top to bottom. Doesn't get it doesn't it doesn't get uh, slow and doesn't you don't get overly bogged down in it. You know, yeah. Like the the lore, they don't have to spend a lot of time explaining it, and maybe that's what makes it also like feel so like okay, this is out of place from the rest of the the timeline or the franchise. The other part that like kind of make you know, I'm just kind of getting tired of introducing brand new characters every single time we have a new Terminator movie. Like going back to, um, what's the McG one with Christian Bale? Oh, uh, uh, ter- Terminator. Uh, what was it called? Um, uh, oh my goodness. Salvation. Chris. Yes, that's it. Yeah. Terminator salvation. So like, you know, back like way back in that one, that's the one where you have that other Terminator, right? He, he, he thinks he's part of the resistance or whatever. He's really a Terminator. Yeah. Is that, that one. Yeah. That's yeah. that one. So going back to that one, like, Every single movie we've introduced like new characters every single time, and then or new new actors playing characters, yeah, that then just like completely dropped, yeah. And I'm like, ah, you know, this, I mean, yeah, that's fine if it's fine if you're James Bond and there's some like you have like three films with the same Bond, it's different if you have like someone different playing the only consistent person in this is Arnold. Through. Well, and he wasn't even in some of the movies. You know, it's like he he only returned for Genesis. Like that was his first one back. Like uh, after after Judgment was, Day, they digital. Well, yeah, they digitally put him in um, right. Salvation. You're right. You're right. But like, I mean, like it just seems like you're learning these new characters and you're setting them up, and then like. Uh, 
especially with that one with salvation like you have john connor played by uh you know christian bale or whatever and it's like I, yeah I, I have no connection to john john connor this john connor yet you know well, so you've just like, established and that. that's kind of that, well that's kind of how i felt about like this version of sarah connor like i have no i have no um I have no attachment to this version of Sarah Connor. I mean, Linda Hamilton as Sarah Connor. Like, I mean, I, you know. Sure, but like, she's not like, the, she's not portraying her in a way that she has in the past. That's true. Like, and that's again where I come down to like, it's just the, her character was so much more than, more than just gruff in, in a lot of well, the and, other and, movies. And in like so. the Sarah Connor Chronicles, like Sarah that's Connor true. is a complex character. Very true. And this was very one note for that case. Like, right. You know, it's like, this is none of that. Was, you can see any of that. Right. This is just like a crabby old lady who like, who went, who's, uh, who felt like she was being needlessly callous. Yeah. Throughout most of the movie. Yeah. For just, a lot of, just for the sake of doing it, just for the sake of doing it. And, uh, but like, I also, like I said, like, I like how that worked in with the overall group mechanics sometimes, sometimes, but yeah, like you said, a lot, sometimes it felt I like think very most of the time out of it just place. felt like over the top. Yeah. Like in relation to what was happening. Yeah. I guess that's like, that's where I come down on it being like more of a, cause again, like she didn't, we'll get into it in the spoilers. Yeah. yeah. We'll get into the spoilers. Cause like there's, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but I did appreciate like the 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 rest of the, like the new players in the cast. Like, yeah, I did, like, great. they did a great job. Yeah, like I'm not yeah I'm not knocking them. I'm just saying like overall, like yeah. I'm kind of getting like with this franchise getting kind of fatigued by yeah. always having to reintroduce new characters every time. Yeah. I think part of that also comes down to like they they tried like they've tried to reboot this thing so many times. Right, it's, and, it's, and you know it's always soft reboots. Yeah, and every it's time like, it's like well either reboot it or like let's. I don't know. Like be in doing like a, a like essentially younger cast is where they're coming down on a lot of the stuff. It's like, oh, let's just, you know, do this the young cast and then have like, you know, Arnold in there or do a young cast and now have like Linda Hamilton and Arnold in there to like tie it all together. It's like the young cast is is awesome and they're amazing in this one. And I feel like like they they bring so much so much of that like range that it doesn't exist from the 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 old timers or whatever. Um but it does feel like like you said, like you're relearning these new characters. They're like, oh, why do right. I care about the new characters that much? Um, I do do think, like in this one, the whereas Genesis, like I I barely remember even what happened in Genesis. Well, and I think it's because the timeline was so convoluted. It was so like hard to figure out what we were doing and why and when. Right. And whereas Genesis. this one, it took that like it took it took the the formula of like you know Terminator. Yeah. And it made it good again. Like, where it's like, oh, this is like, I appreciate this. I appreciate the twists. I appreciate, like, the, the different things that happen. I appreciate the fact that, like, basically, you have just a massive action movie. Right. Where, like, you know, you, you have a very simple kind of premise where it's like someone's coming after you to kill you and survive and defeat them. And, like, that's that's where I'm like, this is really fun and very awesome. And, again, like, all those different set pieces and it's just... It feels right in that way, um, whereas a lot of even like I feel like Salvation, Terminator Salvation, didn't feel right in that way because it wasn't it wasn't necessarily a simple like oh this is like this is the type of movie we're going for like it got over overly tied up with its own like twistiness in a in a sense. Yeah, I mean, I, well, Salvation I didn't think was super twisty. The biggest twist in that was that he was a Terminator. Exactly. You know, like yeah. that was the biggest thing, and like that kind of just got like odd and heavy at the end. Yeah, I think yeah. like that one kind of that that movie. I honestly I really like until the third act. Yeah. Um, Genesis I 
I, I don't remember what we rated it, but I Dude. remember it was like it was just confusing all the way through. It was a mess from the beginning. Um, this one I liked all yeah. the way through. Uh, the, the one thing I like, I will say, is like you know, just like with Terminator in general, I also get fatigued with like the versions of Terminator that just cannot be beat. Yeah, like and just like. Well, the the best one was T one thousand in Terminator two, and so it's like what why change that you know it's like that was that was an awesome like version like where it's like oh this metallic goop and stuff like it's awesome but then this is just like a souped up version of that in a lot of ways and you're right like, well it's just not fun been there. like uh, you know it's it's different if you have like i even like the the like whenever you have which one was it, it was like different versions of arnold coming after him oh that, that uh, might have been actually just, uh, anyway, anyway like like uh, you know where they can be beat, yeah. But like that, you just have to like work real hard at it. Like this, whenever it's like you literally like, what was it? They were they were going to use an EMP. Oh, or, uh, this might be getting oh, the spoilers. Sorry, sorry, spoilers. It's just you can't beat them. Yeah. So like it just makes this whole like thing feel very futile. Yeah. Yeah. And and like drawn and like okay, again. Yeah. Again. And I think the difference is. It, and some people would say that that's a staple of the uh, the Terminator franchise, but in my, in my view, the original Terminator movie, similar to the original like Alien movie, right, more of a horror thing than an action thing. Totally. And whenever you take like something that is a like unbeatable creature in a horror movie, like that is that's like that's amazing, you know, because like if you yeah. do it as if as it's a horror movie, you're like, oh, this is like terrifying that you can't kill this thing. But if you take that same thing and put it into more of an action movie, like you know, setting, it will feel exhausting because you're just fighting the same thing so many times in different different scenarios, and it's like, well, we have to find the scenario in which we win, right. you know. And then so like I, I I totally get that aspect of it too, where it's like, well, it should be more of the horror thing to for that to work well whereas if it was like hey this is just a bunch of different robots and we keep defeating this one now there's a new one and we defeat this one now there's a new one yeah i feel like that would have served oh, a little yeah bit like here. going back to your alien analogies like alien one there's one alien yeah and it's real hard to kill that and it alien. is a horror movie in aliens which is the second one there's yeah. a ton of aliens and it's kind of easy to kill them yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know like yeah yeah you're like we figured this out comparatively speaking right and and because of that, like you can have these amazing like action things happen, you know, yeah. where it's like oh these, and it doesn't feel exhausting, you know, because it's not you're not going against the same bad guy every time. It's like oh well, this is a different one. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I get that. I get that. Uh, music was great. Yeah, music was really good. I do think like the like in listening to the credits afterwards, I was like, man, these themes are so good. Like there was like the the new themes, and there was some new like, um kind of just like background textures and things like that where they were really cool. Yeah, I don't think they brought those until the end though to yeah, the credits. That's that was the thing. Like I was I was I was sitting there I was like I don't I feel like the majority of the movie was like action movie like standard action movie kind of soundtrack, which I would appreciate more of the like the unique kind of stuff where it's like I don't know. I I, I that's the thing about a lot of action movies. It's like the, there's good stuff in the music in there. Yeah. But I just wish it would happen during the actual movie yeah rather than like oh at the end or at the beginning and at the end or at the beginning and then we're doing a driving sequence and we're going to do it there so i i don't know it was standard action for me for as far as the music goes yeah uh i say like go see it if you're looking for a good action movie yeah. and you know you like you know or you like terminator both of those yeah it's fun i think i think of these movies i actually like this better than probably terminator 3 judgment like I mean, if I were to rank this in in the Terminator franchise, mm -hmm. I would say I liked, I was I enjoyed this one, 
not as much as T1 and T2, but definitely on par with T3 for me, as far yeah, as that goes. Uh, maybe. And then not as good as, or this one was better for me than than uh, Salvation, which it's been so long since I, I've yeah, watched I, that. I actually like really like Salvation. I remember liking it at the time, but then like the like you said, the third act kind of like put me off from from that movie a little bit. Um, yeah. But then obviously it's better than Genesis. So. Oh yeah, totally. But yeah. So that's where it sits, like in my in my rank. So like if you if you were like, oh well, I liked like all all Gen or I I liked Genesis. I definitely go see. This. I think it's worth a watch. Like so, it's fun. It's yeah. a fun like action movie. Agreed. You ready to spoil this thing, Chris? Yeah. We're going to spoil it in a five, four, a three, a two, a one. Throw out a spoiler. Arnold dies again. <gasps> is that really a spoiler? I feel uh, like uh, he dies in every single one. Know, every so, single one. You're like, this is the last time he's going to be But I will say, Terminator. he's gotten real good at it. Like Totally. Like, you, you know, where he That's falls off saying. this thing and I'm like, dude, so like, this guy. I mean, just in the brief time that he's on screen, you see such depth of acting. Yeah. So, like, you have, you know, definitely the, the like, traditional... I am Terminator, you know, kind of action movie kind of stuff happening. But then you also see, like, the softer side of the Terminator, but Arnold, you know, like, I don't know. Like, then that's where, like, I just compare it to what they did with, with Sarah Connor. And I'm like, guys, like, why? Yeah, why did you didn't give her, her enough? Why did you make her so over the top? Yeah. Uh, to where she like it felt like she was in a different movie. It felt like she was in The Expendables. Well, like, and then, the way yeah. she The way she was portrayed... Uh, would make sense in the Expendables, not in this movie. Right. Yeah. I mean, and like you said, like they, it's they're fully capable of giving that emotional range to a character. It's just right. they didn't with her, and it's like, no. and that's the one that she's the returning character that I wanted to see. That Me from. too. Like, because that was the biggest thing. Like, whenever in the trailer, like whenever she shows up, and I'm just like, dude. Yeah. We're gonna get the like Lyndall Hamilton, uh, you know, story, Sarah Connor story here that we we deserve. We did not get that. No, we didn't know? get that. And, and even from like a just a writing um, plot standpoint. Like, this is not, like, I, w- I would have loved to have seen, like, the period before this, whenever she's fighting sure. all those Terminators. Sure, yeah. Like, she's just, the, what she was describing where she's, like, just getting these random texts yeah. and going and killing these things. That's intriguing. Like, that would have been cool Super to see. Super intriguing to me. Yeah. yeah. This seems like it's just, like, okay, a step beyond the well, stuff I wanted to see. And even, like, whenever she says, like, and I would show up at those locations expecting to, to like, kill the person that's sending these texts. Like, thinking that they were, like, luring her into, a, like, a trap, basically. Uh, I don't think she said She just said that she, was, she would show up expecting to kill something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like, th- that's just like, it's amazing, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, well, like, like what's, what's the good. first time that that happened? Yeah. And like, you know, like that's the stuff I would have, I would have loved to have kind of explored that a little bit. Yeah. Or if we had started the movie with her and then see everything from her perspective and yeah. actually like, like, and so she runs into, uh, this, uh, modified, which I, I love that. Let's come back to that. Yeah. But like run into both of them trying to escape this other Terminator. Yeah. Like, because that Grace was the, Danny, yeah. the call she showed up to. I think that's a, a better like more engaging opening because like for the first part of this movie you're like what who is this new terminator right. who are these new characters again right. it goes back to the whole like we're just throwing new stuff at you all the time for the yeah. sake of throwing new stuff at you and i think that the reason man it, it, it's there's so many things that terminator like the original terminator and t2 that they did that ha- were iconic and are like tropey in in a lot of action movies these days. Where like, come with me if you want to live, or like Which they were you know, tropey. They weren't tropey then. No, though. they created them. Like yeah. they are the they are the origin. And I feel like at this point in this movie, they did those things as fan callouts. Like that's the reason why you don't start it with uh, with uh, with with 
Linda Hamilton and like go on down that line is because you want her to show up and be like, I'll be right back or you know, I'll be back. And then like you want yeah. her to show up out of the blue like like That's it happens just in dumb, the other movies. Though. Exactly. Like because it's because it's been done before. Yeah. I feel like you're leaning into like the the fan service of it more than you're like servicing the plot of the story right. or whatever. You're like, we want to, we want this moment where she says, I'll be back. Yeah. You know, like, and like come on. Like, and honestly, like, I would have loved to see, like, if you wanted to do it, you know, rather than going hard into the, you know, into the, like, oh, we only see it from her perspective. Like, I, if you bounce back and forth between Limit Handleton sure. and the Danny, you know, story, like, yeah. where it's like, oh, you know, and you're like, how do these people connect? And then all of a sudden, they're like, they bump into each other. Right. It's like, oh, goodness, this is awesome. Right. Um, But yeah, like, it... It definitely like has that. Has the, the other thing I want to say about um, the Terminator with this Terminator versus like Arnold's Terminator. The reason that Arnold was so good as the Terminator was that he was written in such a way and as well as he delivered it in such a way that the robotic behavior had like a soul. Like where he would like make choices. You'd see the things in his visor and be like, yep. I'm going to say this rather than this or whatever. And then like you get that out of like literally almost a deadpan character. And it's like somehow the writing comboed with the way that he portrays that character, it comes across as like this thing has a soul and it has an attitude and it yeah. like well it's, it's, whereas I don't get that from uh from any of the other like terminators that we've right. ever had. It's that, but it's also the fact that um Arnold's version of the ter- terminator uh it is a it is not it is hard f- it is harder for him than the other one. So, like, I don't know, articulating that well, he gets beat up, yeah, visually, and he yeah. doesn't heal. Like, so, like, you you can see he is having to actually work to True. try to kill this person, True. or like he is going through a bunch of crap, but he keeps going. That's the thing that you love about the Terminator. Like, no matter what happens, True. he just keeps going. Yeah, like he's all like in this one, he has one arm <laughs> yeah. and he just keeps well, going. He slides down that the 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 spillway or whatever. Yeah, and his like knee is like out of socket, yep. and he like pounds pound it back into socket. Back in. and you're like, oh goodness. Yeah, like that's that's what makes him like great as the Terminator and that version of the Terminator great. Whereas yeah. like. This version and every version, even like the T one thousand, like anything that's like, it doesn't it doesn't feel hard no. for them. It's not yeah. hard for them. They just like you know they're just not achieving their goal in the way they want to. But like they're freaking superhuman. You know, he's right. jumping off of airplanes. They don't react whenever they get hurt or whatever. They don't react when they get hurt, and it's like that's not. I can't relate to that as yeah. a viewer. You it's can't right. relate to that. You can relate it's to right. Arnold, yeah, because he gets hurt. It's true. Like. That's my whole thing with with, and that's why it makes it feel so exhausting. Yeah, you know, because I'm just like, oh, come on, you know, like just there's something got to be, some, you know, something. Yeah, that's got, something besides the EMP and the power source of this other yeah. person that yeah. could hurt this thing. Yeah, I did. So speaking of her character, the uh, Grace character, like I, she was she was awesome, and I oh, appreciated yeah, totally. the like like. It was super interesting whenever she says that my metabolism was tuned for mm-hmm. like bursts of of action. Yeah, yeah. And like that was like so intriguing through this movie. Yeah. And well, I think, I think the world building was great in this yeah. movie. And I love that. Like and it was it was obvious like without telling you how many vials of whatever the the solution that she, you know, made up were. Like she had those with her and you're like whenever she takes the last one if you've been keeping track you know it's the last one, yeah. You know, and so like those little small things with like the the characters that I I like definitely connected with, you know, because Arnold doesn't show up until like halfway through the movie or more, yeah. 
um, the characters like where, where Danny and her, like Grace and, and her, like whenever, she, especially with, with Grace, it's like, oh, you connect, connect with this character. Danny, you connect with this character, but it's like, she's also, it's hard to, she doesn't do much within the action. Like she, there's shielding her a lot. Yeah. And so like that, like there's, it's hard to kind of like have that, that we're like, oh, how do I connect with this? You know, her character who's not was, doing was a lot. kind of odd to me just cause like you, she went from just being like hysterical that her brother had Which just you died. Would. No, that and uh, totally, and I'm fine. Well, let me finish. Yeah. I'm saying she goes from that to okay. Now she's ready to just kick butt, and it's like okay, that's a little weird. Like you mean by the end of the movie? No, or like, like immediately afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I got. She's you. like, let's go. You know, blah 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 blah. I'm like, okay, yeah. this is odd. Like, I can see that. Like, I don't think you necessarily. I don't think she was necessarily. Yeah, the part that was odd was there at Arnold's uh, farmhouse or whatever. Like whenever you were there, that like was that, odd too. That was the that was the moment where I was like, that was a little like it, it was, it was a big jump to make. I feel like, I mean, and there were several of those like yeah. across this entire movie for different characters. The only one that was, I think the only two that were consistent were, were Grace and Arnold. Yeah, like they're the only ones that like oh I, I understand what's happening and here. understand like their arcs like till the end as well. Yeah, yeah. like the, like but both uh yeah um both I, Sarah Connor and uh. Danny. Danny, like, had these just, like, wild jumps where I'm just like, whoa. Yeah. Like, how, where did this come from? You haven't really explained this enough. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, and like, again, like, it's, I think that it stems from a lot of, like, the, the setup for this thing. Because, like, you want, like, the where you wanted Danny to end up at, it's like, okay, yeah, you want her to end up there, but I, I would have liked to, to have been more gradual throughout, like, somehow. Yeah, well, I mean, you just need to see, like... Because by the end, like, whenever her, we're there on the jet, right, I bought that one. Totally. You, you just need to see her struggling with it a little bit. Yeah. Like, it's, it's... I'm trying to think of something to compare it to, but it's, like, it's basically the fish-out-of-water scenario that you... Like, you need to see that transformation where, like, you are you don't know what's going on. You got sucked into this thing that you, like, uh, weren't expecting. You weren't prepared for. You weren't didn't ask for. Mm-hmm. And... But then, eventually, you have to figure out, like, there's either the, I'm going to give up or I'm going to, like, actually do something with it. We never saw that happen. Yeah. We saw, like, we went from one to the other. Yeah. And we never saw that in between. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. But... The action sequences, Chris. There were a lot of action sequences. I will say, like uh, you mentioned, like it didn't feel like it was necessarily like overly long. I could have cut one of the action sequences and been fine. I, well, and I, I think that uh, I didn't feel. Uh, I don't. I didn't feel long. It, it, but it did feel exhausting. Like I said, it's yeah. like yes, like yeah. I could have dealt again because it's like how many. T- you're just basically changing the location that you're fighting this right. Terminator in the same way every time. Right, right, and that's the like I think like that's the uh, that's just this this particular iteration of that Terminator is like not, not as compelling to me. I, I did appreciate like the fact that they could split into two. Basically that was kind of cool um, where it's like, Oh, here's yeah. the skeleton and here's the regular thing. It's cool. And again, it's just like, okay, what's the next one going to do? Is it going to yeah. split into three? Yeah. You know, like what uh, there's just, it's just, what's the, what's the escalation here? Um, and, yeah. and the only reason I think it's splitting into two is to escalate it. Yeah. Well, I mean, and then honestly, like you have to have that escalation, like from a from a franchise perspective, where you're like, oh, even like w- between T one and T two, it's like they had the escalation of <laughs> right. you know to the T one thousand. It's like, well, once you've done that, yeah, what well, else do you yeah, do? You know, I know, and you can't really go backwards and be like, well, right. they can't do that. anymore. Well, they can't do that anymore. No, no, no. Um, or well, that didn't work. We're just going to completely like revert back to this other thing, right? Um, so yeah, you almost have like they basically combined the the like T one and yeah. the T two like. Combine those into one and then split them, you know, to each other's like various parts or whatever. Yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah, Chris, hmm. 
I think we've pretty much run this whole thing down. Have we? I think so. Like I've said pretty much everything I need to say about it, but I enjoyed it is the thing. Like yeah. where I stand on it um, as far as like, like I said, this franchise goes is like, I feel like it's like right there on par with like, you know, Terminator three to me. It's like the same level. No, and then the no. other ones kind of like are just whatever. I'd have, it's been a long time since I've watched Terminator three. So I'd have to like go back and look true. Like true. before I compare it. Like I, I, I'm just kind of like, I'm to the point where like, I, I mean, I don't, I guess I'm I, I with this one. I guess I'm kind of done expecting them to make a really great Terminator movie. That's true, and it is like again, it's such a bummer because I really I like the franchise and I like you know especially with with Sarah Connor's character and with her character returning in this one with Linda Hamilton. I I very much wanted this one to be different. Well, and I think like you know whenever I think about it too, like we've had it is this six movies now, yeah. and then a whole TV show. Yeah. Uh, along with you know comics and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like I wish there was less ambiguity as to what exactly the timeline is and mm-hmm. what exactly is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it almost like they they play on that ambiguity to drive the plot of the individual stories forward. True, and that works. But like I, it's just exa- I, I I just want to understand it in the same way that I understand. Star Wars or understand another another franchise. True. I just want to understand what is happening. I don't even care if you if I, if it spoils something in this movie, mm-hmm. but like the, just the fact that I'm actually seeing it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess like my uh, the only other franchise that I can think of that like has this issue is like the X-Men franchise. It's like, oh, there's a lot of like plot holes and like really strange things that are going on in that franchise, but it's like it is a result of They've just played with the timeline so much yeah. that it's 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 impossible to to have like the definitive thing unless right. you just make an entire movie laying out like what is the timeline totally. now you know well and like in the, and at this point I, I don't think because we've played with it so many times yeah. like it's almost like not even worth trying to keep up with true well and, and then just and do anything you want now like the uh, other thing that is frustrating from from my perspective is like the characters that that we really that I really attached to one of the two characters, like the new characters, one of them's gone now, you know, at the end of the movie, you know, grace yeah. dies. Yeah. And it's like, if they were oh, to come out about, with like, yeah, I want to talk about her. If they w- came out with like another, uh, movie and it's like, you know, obviously she's not going to be in it. Yeah. I was like, well, that just decreases the, like, obviously like, I love the idea. Like if they wanted to do like a smaller scale, like, Hey, here's, you know, Danny and, uh, and, grace. uh, no, uh, Danny and uh, oh Sarah, Sarah, like out there trouncing around, like that sounds awesome. Yeah, if it's done correctly, like it sounds awesome. Like sounds like a really fun, fun thing. But it would have been better in my mind if it was like those two and Grace. You know, it's like yeah, you so, literally just like by by sacrificing that character, um, it kind of is a bummer to me. The thing like, I liked about about Grace, other than like, uh, I mean, it's interesting. It was interesting how they like put those limitations on her. Um, but the thing I liked about Grace was this is the first time we've seen humans have any kind of like fighting chance against the Terminators sure. like in and of themselves that they could actually hold their own against a Terminator. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, th- I believe this is the first time. I can't remember if there was something in Salvation that we've seen basically an augmented human. I don't remember. I think it might be. I feel like maybe somebody had an arm or something like that. Maybe. I don't know. 
but like I th- this is the first time we've seen it to this extent. Yeah, I think like it's so interesting whenever we do jump forward in time. It's like the 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 people are so technology averse. Like you know, right. it's like and so this is like the, having it literally just integrated into her whole like body. Yeah, was was fascinating. Yes, it's like wow, I can't believe they actually did that. Yeah, but you like know? you know, it's almost like you fight fire with fire kind of thing. Uh, and like I that part I found super fascinating. I'm like, yeah. man, I kind of want to explore that a little bit agreed like, and like the way that this movie is performing i don't know if we'll even get the chance for that you know i don't i, I don't think it's probably going to do well I mean, enough to like justify and that's, and that's the other part of it i'm like man i feel like if they have another one they're going to reboot it again yeah with more new characters again, yeah and, it's, and that would be a bummer to me too is like yeah again, just, let's just stick with one like i don't you know the reason that this one didn't do well is because genesis was such a mess and like you know that's and people are like oh i'm not i'm so hesitant to but i feel like once people see this movie and go oh well it's actually like it's it's pretty good. Pretty good. You know, that's a pretty good movie. One. And uh, they would they would be up for another one, you know? So, yeah. And that's I, I don't think we're ever, I don't know if, I don't know if we're ever going to get the uh, the Sarah Connor and, and Danny running around, like, you know, doing their thing. Right. Well, I mean, and that's what I, you know, I just want them to stick with one. You know, I don't even, sure. like, if they'd stuck with the Christian Bale version, that would be great. If they'd stuck with, uh, even if they'd stuck with the Genesis version, I'd be like, fine. We could, we could, we, we could do could, something we with We could this, make maybe. that work. Like, I barely remember that movie, man. It's just, it, and, and I've said this before, you know, like with, you know, superhero movies, the origin stories are my least favorite ones sure. most of the time. Yeah. Because um, I actually like, I mean, once you get to know the character yeah. and dive in, that's whenever you can actually tell some interesting stories. For sure. Um, that's, I think that's the fatigue I get with that. Yeah. You know. And I think, like you said, like from a world building perspective, it is such an interesting kind yeah. of story like now All of like, i just want to understand it like if you do, do away with like the john connor uh timeline right where it's like oh that's not the they didn't they didn't take over at that point like that's not right. how the, the cyberdyne kind of thing that's not how they took over this is a new thing and you move forward with that and be like okay well how does today's the way that we know ai and technology to be today how does that change things and escalate things totally and the augmentation is like one aspect of that and that was very interesting so like intrigues me like what other interesting thing can we bring from like what we do we know about technology today yeah that can inform the terminator franchise moving forward well, you know? I, I even liked how they were like you know it's it wasn't just like a skynet type situation yeah that took over it was it's a military ai yeah which like that seems more you know like because we all have you know alexa and siri yeah. Like on our phones and in our homes, so we're like kind of yeah. like we understand. Okay, Skynet's not going to take over right. in the way that like they portrayed. Well, and and even whenever, uh, whenever Grace was telling about like what happened, right? Like it wasn't just like one moment in time. It was like okay, well, all the like cell phones and all the technology stopped working one day. And then the next day, it all happened. Like the the yeah. bombs went off and everything. And so, like it was like, okay, well, what were the, what did, did they shut down all of the like cell towers in order to like keep the AI from like you know expanding or whatever? And then she said like, oh, they only tried to set off EMPs because they thought they could control it. And then the bombs, you know, so then the AI reacted to that and like yeah. took everybody out. Was like, oh, you're fighting. You know, so it's like just that's such an interesting and and more modern look at like what would that be today? Right. You know, what would this look like today? Yeah, and and like I'd love exploring that. I just yeah. want, like be, the, and that's the that goes back to what I was talking about earlier. Like everything's so like ambiguous now. Sure. Like I just want let's pick something. And understand it. Like, Man, pick bring, something and stay with it. Bringing back in what you mentioned earlier today, or earlier in the podcast, about uh, Ewan McGregor. Like, where it's like, okay, I'm happy that this is like, I don't just have two hours to do something. Yeah. Like, I would love to see a television series, a la, like, the Sarah Connor Chronicles, which is a great television show. Right, yeah, it was. Fantastic. Um, of 
what happens next totally. you know of the 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 danny and linda hamilton obviously like you know let's do this you know bring it to netflix bring it to like some streaming service or whatever like yeah. a limited run series of that like what what the next chunk of the story is yeah. because i'm in for it but totally. i don't think like i do think it would be very hard to to put together a movie another movie on this scale um, because again, like I don't think this one's gonna. Like, well, it's I, mean, not it doing like, for I don't even know how much they, money they spent on it though. Like four hundred and fifty million dollars. That's a lot. That's a lot of money, Chris. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Um, and then I think this is gonna be the biggest flop of the year, honestly. Um, and then it's. Which I don't think it deserves that. No, it doesn't. It's a good I mean, movie. It's, it's better than that. Oh, dude, it's a good movie. It's better you than know? the box office is, anticip- is uh, indicating. Agreed. I mean, it's it's really like I, I enjoyed, enjoyed it. myself. I think it was great. Like it's, it's a very good. And movie. the problems, like again, the problems I have with it are more like. I mean, I've been sitting here voicing more problems with the franchise as a whole, not necessarily this movie specifically. Yeah. This movie just is symptomatic of everything that they've been doing with the franchise. Right, Like, it's trickled down to this movie. Right, and I guess, like, part of that also for me this time was, like, you know, my expectation versus, like, where it actually landed. Totally, yeah. With some of the various storylines. But but that's the thing. You have to, you know, like, you look at Star Wars. Like, you have expectations for uh, the... uh, the the characters that you know and love you have expectations for arnold you have expectations for sarah connor and whenever those aren't met you're like uh that's not that doesn't sit right it's not the, yeah. ver- the the thing that i was i was wanting right and that's the risk that you always run i yeah. i get that um i also think that like sometimes filmmakers forget that they forget that like a there are some expectations here that we probably need to meet for good or for bad yeah but it's like you know i'm you know it's like stephen king you know like if we go back to what we were talking about earlier, like with Dr. Sleep, like uh, he, because it's his, his characters obviously, but they were consistent with like the first movie book. And it was respectful of that original work mm-hmm. where it's like seeing a version of, of uh, Sarah Connor as this like, you know, a uh, gruff person that, like really one note person that makes no sense in relation to any other version of Sarah Connor I've seen up to this point. Yeah. Like just doesn't compute. It's almost like this is an alternate timeline. Right. Which honestly with this franchise, Chris, it might be (laughs) totally, you know? Yeah. Oh, Um, you know, again, which is fine, but like then be clear about that. Yeah. You know, like that's where the ambiguity comes into is like, where does this fit? Like be clear that this is unrelated to, you know, this is a different version of them. Then Mm -hmm. I'm fine with it. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, then you can break past those expectations. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Chris. Yeah. You ready to rate this thing? Yeah. What do you rate it? Uh, I'm going to give this a 7.5. That's right. Where is it? I, I feel like it's a little higher than that, but it's not quite an 8. Mm. Like, so if I were to like really go like <laughs> get real just like, down to the like, you know, 100 point scale, yeah. it'd be like, you know, a, a 78, you know, or 0. 0.78 or 7, 7.8. But like, you know, I, I'm there with you. 7.5 is, is where I land yeah, on yeah. it too. So, cause it's like, yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. All right. So, uh, next week, uh, what are we doing next week? We are, it's, uh, the Mandalorian. Like, so the, uh, Disney plus launches on Tuesday. Oh man. Yes. So awesome. Okay. Pumped for that. We'll have to get like, uh, Jared in here, yeah. Fultron in here. Dude, so I need in. to send out some texts here in a second. So my thing is, I'm I'm wondering like how many episodes it's going to be. Like I'm hoping that it's more than just the one, but maybe not like a you know it's not going to be a bunch. I, I think I think is it ma- just one? I, 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 hang on, let's look. Okay, because okay. what I think, what I think, uh, so when does 
Rise of Skywalker come out? It comes out in... Is that the 13th? It's, it's, no, it's, it's November the Or it's 20th. December. It's like 20-something. Like okay. It's late, late December. So that comes out next week. Out. One, two, three... Yeah, the four, 20th. Five. And then there's 10 episodes of Mandalorian? I believe so. So they must be releasing two every week okay. between now because like oh what it's I supposed heard to wrap up basically before that the only <laughs> the only one that comes after rise of skywalker is the last episode what and they take a break that week they don't release anything the week of, of the rise release. of skywalker and then they release the last episode of mandalorian like christmas time yeah the other thing wow. that we haven't talked about on the podcast yet is the fact that uh for press yeah. disney is not screening uh the first episode for press because there's apparently a giant Star Wars universe spoiler in it. Like that blows my mind, Chris, because like that was such a weird way to to like to to do a press screening. Like yeah. to not, I don't know. It's str- like why well, show anything at all? Because well, like what they're well, showing is like like a uh, like a clip it's reel. Like, well, it's a cobbled together like twenty minutes from the first three episodes. So that's why I think maybe mind. maybe they're dropping the first three episodes. Yeah. I don't know. They wouldn't drop more than that. That no. seems insane. I mean, I uh, I would say like three max. Maybe the first two is what well, I would first say. two, like, and then I like, think like doesn't one come out Friday as well? I don't know. I, I don't even know what t- date day of the week and time. Yeah, I think it's like out. they're releasing on Tuesdays and Fridays. Is, is what I I, I feel like they've that's released the schedule. That's a good cadence. That's maybe, a good cadence. Maybe you can, see if you can find the schedule. I, I think they, they I think they released it. Okay. Um. Yeah. The, the other thing that makes me think that like the final episode has some kind of crazy spoiler in it is the fact that they're not finishing it before rise of skywalker comes out like, i mean and that, that blows my mind too it's very ominous it is i think like it's also like what could possibly be the universe star wars universe spoiler I like know, <laughs> i jokingly have said before that it's like they're not in a reveal that boba fett died in 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 uh the the return of the jedi and it's like it can't be something that has already happened in movies. Like it's got to be something that's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, to me, like the, the immediate know. things that come to mind are like maybe something with the Emperor because of what's going on in the Last Jedi, or sorry, not Last Jedi, uh, Rise of Skywalker, or like it's Filoni, so maybe someone from Clone Wars or Rebels shows up, something like that. Mm. But like even the, even the, a cameo by by someone from Clone Wars or Rebels doesn't seem like enough of a like it does a, like if you're saying it's a spoiler. Like mm-hmm. that means that would mean that it would it spoils something else or maybe yeah. there's you know, a defining thing about this franchise or something like I just don't understand what necessarily could constitute enough of a spoiler. I agree for them not to show it to people. I mean, other than like like. Yeah, if it's like so, Philoni, Jay Philoni, he brought in like a lot of his other characters into his other other shows. Like where it's like, oh, the first chance he got to bring Ahsoka into Rebels, yeah, he did that. He did the same with uh, like Darth Maul, yeah. And so like I want you know like you might be right, or it's like that that that's on there. I do have some interesting slash bad news though, Uh-oh. Chris. Uh oh. It apparently does not. The first episode doesn't drop until the twelfth, so that is on the Friday. Oh, so, so that's it doesn't not next doesn't week. launch on Tuesday with the service. The tw- no, the twelfth is Tuesday. Oh, is it Tuesday? Yeah. What are you? I'm looking at December. Ah, what am I doing, Chris? I'm so excited again. I was so bummed. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was so very bummed. Um, and then the second episode, it looks like, drops on the 15th. That's the Friday. The next episode is the 22nd. Which is a the, the following Friday. And then the next one's the 29th. Which is the following Friday. And the next one's December 6th. And the following Friday. And the next one's December 3rd. So it looks following like Friday. So we're just hitting Fridays after that. We're hitting Fridays. And then the last one, like, we skip a week with the Rise of Skywalker. So that's not... Hang on. That's on December twentieth. That's one, two. Because we go eighteenth, uh, December eighteenth, and then we skip to the twentieth to the twenty seventh. So that means there's only seven episodes. Uh, yeah, there's eight episodes. Eight. Ep- eight episodes. Eight? 
Yeah, yeah. Seven leading up until uh, till the movie. Skip that week and then one more. Oh yeah, eight total. Which like looking at again like these uh the di- the directors uh, like we got Bryce Dallas Howard and then Taika Waititi did the last like uh, episode eight of this wow. season like that's, this is all just fantastic man. Um yeah I am uh I'm very excited for this I'm super excited and uh, I'm intrigued by all of this I man I mm, I can't. I can't believe it's next week. It's it's on Tuesday, man. I again, if that hadn't been on Tuesday, I would have just been. I would have been like, what? What? Are, like, other than the Phineas and Ferb, like, I'm I'm looking forward to Tuesday watching Phineas and Ferb. Like, just yeah. hitting it on repeat. That's the other thing. Like, I'm super excited for all the other stuff on Disney Plus. Yeah, like we should review that at some point. But like, Agreed. like I want to watch through. I haven't watched this in years, but I want to watch through even Stevens the whole series, dude. Um, funny. all the it. Disney Channel original movies that that I loved are yeah. on there. Brink, yeah. dude. Brink. Um. Xenon. Xenon, girl of the 21st century. <laughs> Apparently there was a Xenon 3 that I don't think I ever saw. What? I knew there was a Xenon 2. Yeah, I saw. I remember that one. I was looking at the list. The and there's a Xenon 3. Yeah. Um, man, what else? There were some other really cool. Dude, there's some really, like Smart House was another Smart one. Smart House. That was a good one. Yeah. Enjoyed that. So, uh, yeah. Uh, we'll talk about uh, Mandalorian next week. I dig it. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com on social at chriswright250 and johnwright777 and on Stay Target Pod. Please go to your podcast service of choice, review us, tell all your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. Target.